yeah. All right. So I'm going to assume that you're like really excited because after last episode, we're now going to get like a competent woman. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't go as far as saying competent. <laughs> Martha is still in this episode. Thank God. Of course, dude. She holds it down. She's the rock right now. She is. And but it, Kyla? Kyla's my everything. By the way, did you know that I'm probably going to like quit my job and my life, and I'm going to go find whoever Kyla is? Because I saw it in the stars. Oh, yeah. The stars <laughs> say it all. And, um, you know, if you listen and, you know, grow up around dumb shit like that. What? <laughs> You're going to be like, Astrology? Oh, yeah. Grow yeah. up around astrology? Uh, yeah. This was Smallville Zodiac sign people. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a cancer rising. My sun's rising. Yeah, my moon's in retrograde right now. It's kind of crazy. Is that what this is? Clark, you're a Pisces, aren't you? Oh, my I could just tell by your mannerisms and the way that like Mercury is just kind of floating in space. And you see how that one star is there? Well, that means... You have thought of this. <laughs> that means we're, be- we're destined to be together. I don't know if you knew that. No, no, not the Big Dipper. That's the bullshit. You know, it's not real. So it's a Little Dipper? <laughs> Little Dipper, baby. Little Dipper. Yeah. That's what it's all about here. Yeah, so as you referenced earlier, this is basically Smallville's Twilight episode. Yeah. New Moon. Yeah, yeah. this would be New Moon because the comparisons are just so uncanny where I first opened the episode and when I saw that it was about a wolf, I said, huh, well, that's interesting. And then it was also about an Indian woman. I said, huh. And then it turns out she can imprint on somebody as well, meaning they're destined to be together forever. And I thought, huh, that's three strikes in your out. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a, uh, it's very strange the imprinting, because um, it's real. It, it's real, but don't worry, folks. I'm not saying that Smallville copied Twilight. I'm saying Stephanie Meyer, if you're listening to this podcast, just know we're on you. <laughs> you copied from Smallville. We know what you did. Kyla is pretty much Jacob. That's true. That's very true. And does that make Clark Bella? That would make Clark Bella, and that would make Lana... Edward. (laughs) (laughs) No, Lex would be Edward, actually. Yeah, we're going to really... Because Lex, whenever that bald head is in the sun, it glows. Oh, it's sparkly. It's it's such a glitter. Oh, Lex. Nice skin. So I was going to make a lot of comparisons to that, and also... Come on, this is the Grim, right? The Grim. This is Harry Potter all the way. This is being able to choose to change oh, my into dear boy. an animal. You have the Grim. <laughs> so you're gonna suffer, but you're gonna like it. <laughs> all right. In all seriousness, <laughs> we are in episode ten of season two. 
Skinwalkers. And as, of course, is the hints what we're talking about with the Twilight New Moon, Grimm, all that. We got a lot of star-crossed lovers, maybe, type vibe. Got a little imprinting from Twilight. We got astrology, Smallville Zodiac people, and um, Native the, Americans. Native Americans, that's a big thing here. Well, yeah, yeah. And so is never trust the white man. The white man brings you down. The white man is evil. Mm-hmm. Make sure that we know this in Smallville. Because the moment a man named Joseph tells you this, you listen. Yeah, and he ain't talking about me. He's talking about a character in here that took my name. Oh, I was talking about both, actually. That was really what I was doing more than anything. Taylor's a white man, so you you, you can hear this evil he's already speaking. Oh, yeah? <laughs> By the way, I don't... I probably would have still built the property. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Because the best argument is, and it's valid, we're bringing jobs to people. Yeah, we're not bringing you're, down the town whatsoever. Literally, your town is suffering, economy-wise. And here's the other thing, too. What we'll also find out later on in the season, spoiler alert, what they decide to throw in the cave, a.k.a. a party, that would be much worse than what the Lex people are trying or the Lionel people. I'm sorry. Remember, two different Luthers here. That's true. One That's of true. them is going up against the other in this one. <laughs> and, of course, it, like the spoiler he said, we have the first appearance of the cave. Finally. It's, finally. We have been waiting. I thought Ten it'd be, episodes. I thought it'd be sooner, too. I actually thought it was. I thought it was kind of like the fifth episode of the season where this was like the introduction starting out. I know it was almost midway. Yeah, because it, it's like, I remember later on, they always thought it was like, yeah, Clark just loves the caves. He's been there for years. He just loves it so much. It's like, so it's been around for a long time. And it, then I, I was like waiting for it. And I was like, oh, maybe it really is just not until sophomore year that he finds it. But uh, we also have to give a shout out to whoever had the idea of the cave Definitely deserved a raise at the WB. Oh, dude. Yeah. They were like, how can we tie so many things together? How can we put it all in one place? We can't do a lab. We can't do LexCorp. Where do we put it? How about a cave? Oh. And it's not, it's like a secret, too. A secret cave? Oh, God. (laughs) To go back to the title of this episode, looked up this meaning as well. So it is racist. <laughs> nope, it's not. It's but not so close. But the skinwalker in Native American and Norse legend, a skinwalker is a person with the supernatural ability to turn into any animal he or she desires. So it's what Ooh. they desire, though, right? Yes. So instead of, for example, a wolf, I could like change it to a bear, mm-hmm. like something bigger. Yeah. Something that can actually do damage. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> in Navajo legend, skinwalkers most frequently transform into a coyote, wolf, owl, fox, or a crow. Man, if you change it to a crow, you suck. You were the one that was picked on. At least an owl. If you're desiring to be a crow, <laughs> I don't like, think you should be a human. Like you're like Edward Scissorhands at that point. It's a person, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe so, but... Yeah, we need to just dive in here because oh, we do? one of our long-lost loves is in here, bro, and her name is Kyla. All right, that's fine. You're going to have to contain so yourself. she's so much better than Lana. Yeah, I'm actually going to agree with you on that, and but, I'd, I'd probably pick Kyla over Lana, too. Oh, yeah. But you know, Chloe, i definitely pick Chloe Kyla over. wants to get down in the cave, bro. i definitely pick Chloe over Kyla, though, wouldn't you? No. 
Not this season. No, no. But again, this is the Somebody Save Me podcast, the two nerds hosting. Let's get it started. Did you get a remix in like the Indian version? (laughs) What would be that remix? They have like a sound effect going throughout the whole episode. It's like, hey, that's what it's going in the whole thing. I'm not even kidding. It's not even like an exaggeration. That's That's true. No, you're like being silly, right? Yeah, okay. So don't try to... You think there's a Navajo Somebody Save Me song? I want to hear it. (laughs) And so when we start off on Skinwalkers here, we have the Corporate Plaza Construction Site for Luther Corp. Yes, obviously they're building something new, of course. They're already having a tear down in the ground of Smallville, so obviously this has to be a site of no good. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, it looks like they're calling it the day, the workers. We got the boss here. The foreman. uh, Yeah, the foreman. The foreman. That's right. They call him the foreman. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so he's locking up, and he gets to a surprise of it looks like an elderly Native American man. Yeah, and let's kind of backtrack here about 10 seconds, because the (laughs) foreman was closing up, and he locked the gate. And this man comes up, Mm -hmm. and... Just happens to be right there, meaning that he would have been there all day long because how else would he have been able to get in the gate? That was yeah. just locked. I, w- I was saying the same thing, bro. When I saw him, I was like, so no one saw this man Nobody saw all this man. day. He was just on site having a watch. What did he say that he was supposed to be there? When, did he lie to everybody? Oh, I'm actually one lied. of the upper guys here. I'm just here having to like make sure everything is good. You guys ignore mm-hmm. me for the day. This chief man comes up mm-hmm. and is like, my people for thousands of years have suffered. You need to stop building on our land right away. He even grabs the foreman's jacket in a threatening way as if he's going to do something. The foreman then says, you better watch it. The old man then says, are you threatening me? What is going on here? There's a lot of threats going back and forth between them. And the foreman then unlocks the gate and says, get out, weirdo. <laughs> Obviously, so, yeah, he kicks him out, locks the gate again. Dude, I would have been mad having to open it and then lock it again. Well, obviously, he has to return because this is how a villain starts. The foreman then goes back into his trailer where apparently he has a lot of paperwork to finish up with, where he is then leaving at around midnight, going into his truck where he then starts to hear some rustling in the bushes. Well... What would those rustlings be exactly? Well, let me tell you. It's um, Jacob Twilight. a giant white wolf. It's a giant white... No, it's not even, it doesn't even look giant. That's the other problem I have. Is that the wolf looks like that. It's like a normal dog size. That if it's a lab. That it's nothing bigger than that. This wolf is not menacing. It's like yeah. they just put peanut butter underneath his top lip to make him have the snarl. <laughs> and... It, I love his reaction here, because what does he try to do? He's Is he grabbing the gun? No, Joseph. He loads a shotgun shell into a flare gun. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, my God. The flare gun. I'm sorry. The boomerang <laughs> shotgun shell he loads into the flare gun. Because yeah. did you know it does this? I did. Yeah, the, the shotgun shell with the, the boom boom. <laughs> And so the wolf attacks the foreman. He shoots the flare gun up. His gas tank is leaking from, or no, it's uh, yeah, it's overflowing because he was filling up his gas. Because it doesn't truck. have a cutoff. And of course, the flare 
just magically comes straight back down. Yeah, it's a boomerang flare. <laughs> Did you not know that those exist? Whenever you shoot something, it's then supposed to come back around and blow up, which also, I thought the flare goes out. Yeah. Whenever it, you shoot up in the sky. It does. It floats for a while and goes out. It, it does? Yes. Unless you load a shotgun shell. Don't in- you love this dances with wolves scene? Oh my god. The explosion happens because the flare boomeranged back and sparked the gas and blew up the foreman. So technically the foreman killed himself. Yeah. Uh that would have happened if anything actually attacked the foreman. <laughs> if it was even like a, Oh no, I need a flare. A fox. If it was something along those lines, maybe like a snake or something that just scared the foreman. He would have gone to the truck, done the exact same thing, and he would have killed himself. Yeah. I'm just still trying to understand where this gun was made. (laughs) Can somebody explain where you found a flare gun that can hold a shotgun shell? I think it was custom made. Custom? (laughs) All right, what do you want? I want a flare gun that can shoot a shotgun shell. That comes back to you. Boomerang flare. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm a genius. But The guy's at the counter. Whoa. New request today, everyone. Be prompt on this one, okay? Very good idea. Customer needs to be pleased. But why I mentioned the dances with wolf scene, because as the explosion happened, you just see the wolf that was attacking just sitting on the hill, overlooking and just watching dope, dope death. Well, okay. And, and then walks away. But going back to it, so obviously that's the old man. Obviously. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, yes. you're gonna immediately just assume. Okay, well, wait, because no, no, the old not man. Assuming this is the old man. Stop it, Joseph. We're not doing that. What are you talking? Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's the old man. Even though that's not even confirmed. It's not even confirmed, dude. So you're just gonna maybe assume here. Yeah, it's the old man because he gave him that ugly look when he got See? kicked out. Yeah, it's always that villain look where it says, "I'm coming back." I'm going to get you, just wait. <laughs> so obviously, with that old man also having that white ponytail, he's got to be the white wolf. Because who else could be the wolf at this point of the show? Jacob. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, bl- did you know that Pete and Clark were big motocross riders? Because I did. Remember how he was like somewhat struggling even with just the regular motorcycle in red? You mean struggling even riding a horse? Yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was having trouble. And of course, we already know Tom Welling didn't even really know how to drive a motorcycle or anything. So, this probably isn't him. No, no, no. This is definitely not him. So, yeah, Clark and Peter's racing to Miller's Bend, haha. <laughs> not to Miller, one of the executive producers of the show. And, um,. It seems like that they do this every Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Since when the hell are they going motocrossing? Never seen a single bike. Did you, I was going to say, did you know they had a bike on the farm? No mention of it. Cause you it's would all think, just been horses, bro. They don't believe in motors. Well, I've seen Jonathan fix up his bike. Why is he fixing up the motocross bike? That's true. Whose bikes are they? Are well, they Pete's? They, yeah. Well, according to you, Pete can't afford them. But for me, Pete's family being in as the judge... They are rich. And this is where it also pisses me off because they're then talking about, oh, of course, Luther is building. They're cutting across. They're building on our land. Pete says, man, they just need to leave because Clark also says, well, there was an accident here last night. That's why they have it all shut off. 
Pete was then hoping that this means the Luthers will now be gone from town because he is still holding on to the fact that they bought the cream corn factory that his parents sold that they gave money to. Yeah. What am I missing with Pete? I don't understand. It's like, oh, here comes Luther Corp once again building on the land. It's like, bro, if I'm 15, I'm not even giving a shit I'm about pissed. my next door neighbor. I'm pissed because I can't take my motocross bike through here. I'm not pissed because my parents got money for selling their business. Yeah, Judge Ross, right? Yeah, Judge Ross. Exactly. Yeah. They <laughs> and were, so, yeah, they, they have struggling. this nice little BMX race on the way back home or whatever. They split up because obviously one thinks they know the better path or whatever. And so as Clark's going, just drifting, mind you, like he's DK or something. Tokyo Drift fans. Ah, Tokyo! And then I somehow... Look, I just don't buy that Clark would just fly off like that, momentum-wise. Like... Him being who he is, he I feel like he would stay stationary. If not, probably the bike is breaking before it does something to him. You mean instead of him hitting a log and him doing a complete somersault 100 yards away and then hitting the ground so hard that apparently it makes a hole in the ceiling that then comes collapsing down because, Joseph, where is he? He's in the cave. He drops down into the cave. And any Smallville fan knows the cave is very important. Very important to Clark, too. And he meets my wife. Did you yeah. know that? No, 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 mine. No, no, no. He meets mine. I just said it first. I said it first. You want to share? So we do. I get bottom, you get top. <laughs> we'll switch on Tuesdays. Okay. So <laughs> now what we have is her this completely new, assaulting Clark. This stranger coming up to Clark. Noticing that he's on the ground, she definitely saw him or heard him collapsing from the ceiling, mm -hmm. where her first response is not to check on him, but instead to rip his shirt off. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, you must be hurt. <laughs> oh, not a scratch on you. Oh. Rubbing his nipples a little bit or something. What's going on here? And Clark's like, oh, what? What? God, how lame is Clark? Because she came running like, oh my God, are you okay? And she like appears for a second. He's like, Lana? I know. He just, Lana? It, you're down here? Why would he think it's Lana? I don't know. I guess maybe the ponytail and the hair color. Still lame that he called her name out. Either way, but yeah, she so, is wondering why is he not hurt. Of course, Clark gives the classic answer, just lucky, I guess. He gives that excuse way too many times. He's like, where'd you come from? I was just doing research over there. My name's Kyla. But she was also doing research for her grandfather. Her grandpapa. <laughs> her grandpapa. But well, yeah. Clark's even surprised because he says, oh, what's going on? I I'm, didn't even know that there was a cave down didn't here. Didn't even know this existed. And he's like, well, if Luther Corp has their way, then it won't be existing anymore. I'm Kyla, by the way. And he immediately smiles. He's like, oh. It's the funny The invincible because, Clark Kent. Yeah, he says Clark then introduces himself. Oh, hey, I'm Clark. Um, I guess you're the invincible Clark Kent. She's already making moves on the guy. And Clark, by the way, is not ignoring the moves. Instead, he is just staring at her saying... Because she's so hot. Please kiss me. That mm. is all he's thinking. Uh, but you know what? You know what a great best friend does? Hey, Clark! <laughs> you got your powers to get out of the cave? Don't make me bring up my theory again. Okay? Pete... Cock blocking son of a bitch. There. He doesn't know she's there. Hey man, you're gonna need some power. Can you jump your way out? 
And she's like, that's weird. Why would he say that? I love Clark's reaction. <laughs> funny guy. Yeah, he's such a funny guy, right? <laughs> Shut up, Pete. I've got to sit down here. Pete, you tear and Pete's reaction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He does just say, he's like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just like, all right. <laughs> I guess that wasn't too bad. You know, still the shower question was probably the worst move for Pete. But so Kyla starts showing Clark. Well, she's surprised because it's the first time she sees this. And Clark is like, well, what is it? What's going on? What are you freaking out about? Cave paintings from her people, her ancestors. And we finally have the introduction of Nomad. Naman. Naman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Naman. So she tells the tale of Naman, who is a being who had the strength of 10 men, flew down from the sky, was able to shoot fire from his eyes. Shoot fire from his eyes. And, and it said he came from the skies in a rain of fire. So, so many similarities where Clark in his head is looking at the paintings, believing, well, um, this isn't, because she's even like, well, I know this may sound crazy. No, it's not. Yeah, he's not like, to me. actually, it does not sound crazy at all. Well, he's made, he's getting yeah, worse like a, poker face. Holy, he's, holy crap. He's, this is everything. <laughs> this is my story. Is that me? <laughs> is, this, is this my biography? How obvious could you be, damn it? You're supposed to be keeping it a secret, dude. Let's hold it together. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, this looks pretty silly. Hey, she may have saw me come down from the ceiling. She saw everything. I'm going to tell her everything. Look at her, guys. Look at the way she looks. <laughs> and Kyla's over here is like, I got to tell my grandfather about this. And all right, yeah, let's go. Let's show you the way out, Clark. And Clark is just super intrigued Couldn't right now. he have just buttoned his shirt up too? No, you don't do that in front of a hot lady. In front of Kyla? Mm-hmm. I say he should have taken it off completely. <laughs> and then what does he notice here before he leaves? He notices more cave paintings, but in kind of like a circular, octagonal, whatever format. But there is an insert directly into the wall matching the spaceship key that hey, we have not seen. Uh, Joseph, I just want to let you know this too. I mean, you're kind of dumb because Jonathan's right. That could be anything, man. That is the same shape that we just find everywhere. It's so common. You don't know what you're talking about. Clark's, I mean, sorry, John is a jackass. <laughs> when I was hearing him talk, I was like, it's a very common shape, Clark. Yeah, well, no shit, John, but in our lives, come on, bro. This same imprint in my ship is the same imprint inside the cave. Clark, That's it's telling common. my story, too. Clark, it's common. Yeah, that could be anything. Dude, what is up with his doubt? What He'd be is... doubting shit all the time. I, It's very weird, and the only thing I can think of is that all Jonathan is trying to do is make sure that Clark can't figure out his past in order to get away from him. Yep. That he loves him so much that no, he No, no, decide... he needs him so much for chores. <laughs> he doesn't want him to leave the farm because who's going to help him with chores when all Martha does is probably yell at him because he does a bad job. Well, because obviously his leg is healed, so he now has to go back to actually doing something. It's crazy. I didn't know broken legs could heal in a week. Yeah, you didn't know that? That's pretty crazy. Well, maybe when you're related to Superman, that's what can occur. Yeah, I bet John's over there. Yeah, it's very common in Smallville, you know? Very common. It's not that, not that unusual. He probably faked that broken leg. Probably put some kryptonite juice in there. Yeah. Like he some steroids. Kryptonite probably steroids. did like some type of x-ray that made it so he knew it would trick Clark. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and so, yeah, Clark's explaining that whole thing. And John just being the stubborn individual that he is. 
And he, Clark's <laughs> fighting back. Me. Yeah. He's like, how many people have fell from the sky can shoot fire from the eyes? Like, it's about me. Listen, Clark. Clark. <laughs> Listen, I understand, you know, those drawings, but he's like, they could have a hundred different interpretations. And I was like, what? what? What about this, Dad? You pulled this from the ship. They have the same symbols inside of the cave. All right, listen, Clark, you need to calm down. You know what? I bet Kyla's grandfather's going to be able to figure this out because he's been in the caves. He knows about this stuff. The story of Naman. Clark, well, I think you need to be careful on what you're telling these people. Well, hey, Dad, I think they know more about me than you. Yeah, and, and it's you, worth the risk. And also, they believe me in what I'm telling them and not call me a liar because I saw the same octagonal shape. Yeah. John. You're a dick. John's an asshole. Like, this, he does not look good here. And then Clark over here inviting people to dinner without permission. Uh, that's it's a like, great we don't part. know Kyla or her grandfather. It's like, I know. Well, that's why I invited them to dinner, Dad. I love that. So John's reaction, you son of a bitch. I'm getting the belt. I'm Dude. getting that belt again. Um, I feel like it's normal and common courtesy. You let your parents know or ask if it's okay for someone to come to dinner. Oh, yeah. You know what I do? I ask mom. Damn, dad's going to say no? Yeah, dad's going to say no. So I'm always going to go to mom. <laughs> mom! <laughs> mom! Mom! Can we do this? Yes, we can. Okay, dad, we're doing this. That's so we need to do. talk. we need to talk about this part here because Joseph Willowbrook, well, that's his name, is the grandfather, the one, the old man that we saw in the beginning, who we think is the wolf. And he's telling a story about a being that came down and mated with one of the Kawachi people, an ancestor. So Did she look like Kyla? And because, apparently yeah. that's how the tribe started, like those people passed down. So what's the theory here? Like someone in like in the very like four hundred years ago from Krypton came down? And it was a different Kryptonian? Okay. So, yes, it would have to have been. And later on... See, the problem is it's like a spoiler for later on, though. Because it's not only that, where it's the person comes down in the fiery. What do they say he brings down in order to make these people change? Green Green rocks. rocks. So it has to be some type of Kryptonian. And you could say, well, no, it's probably something. It's just there's too many connections, so I got one else for you. What if it was Brainiac? Mm. What if it was and somebody see, that like that? Because how are they going to bring the rocks? The planet wasn't destroyed yet. And the other side of it is you would bring the rocks, for example, a brainiac person in order to say, well, I wonder what it's going to do to them. You would want to test it as if yeah. they were your subjects, as if you were trying to study something. And that 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 probably is more, um, I guess, plausible just because the Kawachi people, why would they not have powers? Yeah, it, exactly. I mean, I guess this skinwalker, the one who can turn into a wolf, that is a power. It's saying, and I wish they would have at least shown how they change. Yeah. Meaning what it was the reaction, or is it just the Kawachi people that are able to change? What is yeah. the rules with the bloodline? What are the rules with the changing into the animal? Yeah, because if, if he said the... the, the consequence of them you know being together and producing more children then that became the kawachi people someone should have powers yes like kryptonian powers yes but instead what i wanted to pay attention to on this scene is not the story but it's kyla biting her lower lip as she is staring at clark 
yeah, um, I'm probably going to allow that. In fact, I would be saying, guys, I'm going to go to the barn. Kyla, I have so much to show you. Can Kylie, you please... want to see my telescope? <laughs> it's a good telescope. Very long. Used to be able to watch the neighbor. Now it doesn't. It watches the sky. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, they're just going through that whole story, and Clark and Kyla just have an eye sex in front of grandfather <laughs> yeah. and joseph even says clark you're not from around you around here are you martha interjects uh no we adopted him clark's not one of us he's adopted uh <laughs> guys guys can we please try to hide it can we please try to hide something here yeah but instead they it's weird because kyla and her grandfather do have some type of idea with clark here I think Kyla, if anything, probably has more of a catch here. No, no. She's completely 100% sure. Yeah. She thinks that Clark is uh, Noman. She thinks that he is the guy exactly. The grandfather seems more skeptical, but obviously they've spoken where he is now thinking, let me, is this, is this boy the real thing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, Clark asks if he's able to, you know, what do the symbols mean? He's like, well, I've deciphered a lot, but, you know, it's been... It's been tough as far as the translation. Well, Kyla, I'm sure with some time he's able to decipher them. He's the best. Listen, Kyla, calm down. You're going to get yourself some Kent boy here. All right? Just relax. She was wanting to jump in immediately. And, of course, brings up, well, unless the Luthers, you know, if they have it their way, they're going to get rid of it. And then, of course, Clark's like, hey, Mom, maybe you could talk to Lex. Oh, uh, you know Lionel Lionel, Luther? Yeah. You know Lionel Luther, huh? Well, yeah. Uh, Mom is the executive assistant for him. He's so happy to say that. Now you're happy that your mom is doing that job? Now you're going to be supportive because you're going to be able to get something out of that in order to impress your new girlfriend over here? Mm -hmm. Clark, you're a selfish piece of shit. And even Martha kind of points out, obviously, it's like, it's not that easy. You know, I mean, I could try. The situation isn't black and white because that complex is going to be able to create thousands of desperately needed jobs for Smallville. Oh my God. And Clark <laughs> responds with, and you think that's more important than these caves? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ask. I love the cave, but yes, they are more, that is more important. Absolutely. What's the cave doing for our economy, Clark? Um, so let's not get into that talk and instead, who wants some pie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John tries to. Uh, make the situation weird or better i don't know what he was doing who wants coffee with their pie it kind of sounded perverted yeah he was probably telling it's like that the cigarette after sex so what was he like you like your coffee black <laughs> and your pie moist how many creams do you want mm. three what kind you got but yeah it's just like nutmeg god clark's <laughs> Clark's such an idiot 15-year-old. He has no idea. Yeah, no, these these caves are way more important than jobs, mama. These <laughs> caves are way more important. And the thing is... And look, they really like the caves, too, so why are we going to do that? All right, so in this in this day and age, and maybe I'm wrong here, wouldn't you just cut it out of the cave? Dude, you can literally even just take pictures. No, no, no. We're not going to do You don't need that. to cut it out. I need to cut it out. I want the actual stone... So let's roll the dice and let's cut it out. But either way, I'm not sure if Clark has any leg to stand on with his argument of just saying, 
Well, it's for their people. Clark, we need more. Can you also do some research to see how you can actually help instead of just having an emotional reaction? Because what you're doing does not help. Yep. And instead, you're just trying to impress a 15-year-old girl. <laughs> is that how old Kyla is, by I the way? Know. I don't know. Yeah, she might be a little older, bro. It's question. I think Kyla's a little older. But anyways, yeah, so Kyla and uh, Clark are in the barn, of course, checking out the stars. And he asks, hey, you want to look through here? It's like, no, I kind of just like staring at the sky and not being able to focus on stars. I thought that was really weird, too, because he's inviting her to be like, hey, let's look at the constellations together. Mm -hmm. And she responds with, no, I have better eyesight. Yeah, I'd rather look at him like a man. (laughs) I'm, I'm so confused because... Does she have better eyesight? I have no Can idea. Can she? If anything, Clark would. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I thought, well, is she able to do that? Maybe she is more impressive than what we are led on to believe. So going back to what I am saying, I'm beginning to think, does Kyla have some wolf blood in her? Why is Kyla able to just ignore certain things like that where she goes up to the, I guess, the I, uh, The what? The like outlook, the view. Yeah, yeah, the window pane, whatever. And so Clark comes up Clark's behind. Clark's talking her. about myths and stuff. He's like, "Oh, just because it's a myth doesn't mean it's not true." But Clark weirdly approaches her backside or whatever, and then it's like just hovering over. Like they're a couple already. Well, she grabs his arm and it's she's like, like, "Here, come here, look. Let me show you. Let me grab your finger." He doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know at all what the hell he's pointing at. I'm sorry. Have you tried to do that sometimes? You know how you're looking at something? It's like, yeah, it's literally right there. Right there. And you're like pointing. And dude, especially with stars. And she grabbed his arm and she put his finger in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then she This is how you look at the stars, Clark. And then as she puts the arm down, she puts it like on the on the side, and she just keeps her hands all over his, bro. And to your point, it makes it seem like that they're already a couple where she even says, I don't need to know what happened to him because I already know you're, you're the one who fell from the sky. You are the missing eye from the wolf constellation and the star. Yep. And so the missing star, remember how I was talking about that earlier? that that star was destroyed on Clark's path origin story. And so technically it's still up there light years away, but it's they don't know it's missing. Hey, you know what I'm going to do though? If my name's Clark Kent, I'm going to invite a new girl over and I'm going to call Lana and I'm going to throw it in her face. Yeah, so like they're pretty much about to kiss right now. She's like holding on to Clark, whatever. And guess what? Lana walks up already weirdly jealous already weirdly done up she's uncomfortable she's dressed up for him and nobody course, heard her a, uh <laughs> yeah clark has the worst hearing unannounced lana not technically because clark left an urgent message hold on kyla can see the stars from her regular eyes but she can't hear when somebody is 10 feet away huh unless she did know that she was there and she wanted lana to see Oh, who's this girl's gonna come up here? Mm, yeah. And so they introduce each other. Very nice, you know. It's very cordial. And yeah, it's... I'm doing research for my grandfather, and Clark is helping me out so much. Well, and rescuing guys that fall into my life. 
Whoa! Bro, she is like diehard Clark fan right now. Well, and of course, Clark. Lana's like, so how'd you two meet? Well, that's actually why I called you. It was because the new Luther Corp was being built, the new business center, and we ended up being able to find these set of caves. We were hoping that Small was going to be able to help Mr. Henry Small. Yeah, like it's like, you know, I know it's like a good cause, you know, keeping the caves and the culture and whatnot. Maybe um, Henry Smalls could help out. It's like, um, Clark. You are rude as shit. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I mean, we're not on the father-daughter stage yet, so I don't know if that's going to be comfortable for me. Clark just turns his head like, bitch. <laughs> Dude, I think it's extremely rude of him just to like yeah. impose like that because... You mean what he did with Martha and now what he's doing with Lana? If Lana has yet to ask a favor from this man who's potentially her father... Why would you be the one to ask for a favor? Because he is an activist, Joseph. So obviously he's going to want to be a part of this. So stupid. But yeah, Clark's just like, well, whatever. But Lana is going to ask him anyway. Yeah, because she's a good friend where then Kyla even steps up. Oh, thank you, Lana. Clark just looks at her like, yeah, this is for Kyla. You see that, Lana? And Lana's definitely not really bad. She's like, yeah, no problem, whatever. Lionel now, oh, I'm sorry, cutting yeah, to we the go to the scene. mansion. Lionel is working out where he is talking to the man himself, Mr. Sheriff Ethan. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keeping Mar- Smallville safe. What they are still trying to figure out here is what happened at the construction site, whether it was an accident or not. Apparently, Ethan is still going to be leaving the case open. Martha walks in, and she's like, oh, uh, what's going on? I thought this was an accident. Well, they're starting to believe that it's not. Apparently, we got an Indian man by the name of Joseph coming in here and trying to stir some Sabotage trouble. Sabotage things, and yeah. And of course, Martha's talking how we're going to arrange for the foreman's family. Family. Before you go on, before you go on, is this inappropriate where she's at right now? What do you mean, inappropriate? Inappropriate with how close she is to Lionel in this scene. Meaning, Lionel got his workout done. He went to go sit down in a chair. She is now kneeling to Lionel where she is about maybe an inch away from his lap. And this is why I bring this up here. Because as they're going on and they're talking about what's important on is this building going to be right or isn't, shouldn't, guess who happens to walk in and catch them at a such a weird position? Yeah, it's... um. It is kind of a weird position, but also he's blind, dude. Yeah, he's blind and also flirting with her, comparing Look, at Martha... at this angle, it's not that bad. He is still comparing Martha to his wife, a.k.a. completely flirting, a.k.a. setting it up to say, hey, Martha, leave your family. Marry Come be with me. me. I have a son, too. You want to adopt him? <laughs> yeah, take him out. Maybe uh, John can but, go take him. But look how she freaks out, though, is my point. And when Lex walks in and Lionel, thanks for interrupting, Lex. Martha panics. Yeah, Lex even is like, I'm sorry, I hope I'm not interrupting anything. She stands up and is like, oh, uh, no, 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 I was just leaving. What? I, I was just leaving. <laughs> you make it seem like that you just got caught doing something inappropriate. Yeah. Mm. If it wasn't a big deal, why would she act like that? Unless she even knows there was flirtation. Or there's just intention. No, I think there is some sexual chemistry well, between I, I, them. I need to get home early. I gotta get home early, yo. Bye. I gotta go see my husband, who I love very much. <laughs> Bye. 
And so we have Lionel and Lex back at their games now, battling each other of... Of course. What happens here? Lex has employee uh, boycott or buyouts or something like that? Well, it's Lionel then coming over because what they are speaking about is the building that is being built on the caves of how Lionel is wanting Lex to actually join where... Because he's impressed with his work. I don't want to be just an investor. No, no, no. You would be my partner. I've seen the work that you've done in becoming your own man. We've been here and done yeah, this, Yeah, he actually Lionel. hasn't seen anything. Yeah, we... Because we... <laughs> he's blind. Blind minds. <laughs> we have been here and done this, though. This is the same speech that he gave him before Lex then took this over the plant by himself. Lionel, he doesn't want to be partners with you on anything. He barely wants you in this house. The fact that you're in this house is truly astonishing. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, come on, Dad. You don't need me as an inv- uh, investor in some random office park. Like, no, Lex, it's partner... And I, what I love though is that blaming on the brief bout of sentimentality. Uh, sentimentality also leads to vulnerability. You taught me that. Meaning you're opening yourself up for an ass whooping from your own son. And he's like, "You're on your own, Dad. Please Lex get away really from me." Lex really did just cl- like say though, "Ooh, you're weak. I'm gonna take a shot." Yeah, he's okay. like, "Oh, okay. So you're getting vulnerable, huh?" And of course, oh, I would just be in the caves right now. Oh, we're back in the caves. So the construction's still going on up top, but we're back in the caves. Kyla's over here spelunking and um, taking her photos. Yeah, taking photos. And there's a whole bunch of bulldozers shaking up the caves. And Clark oh. is helping out, shining the light on Kyla's ass. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, but come on. You know, <laughs> Kyla's in looking at Clark. And the hair's down this time, dude. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about big fan of things? Yes. Mm-hmm. Either way, though, Kyla is now telling Clark to get up there so that she could show him the story of him and what, Zigzagoon? No, no, no. <laughs> Rewind it. I need to know the name because I, I missed it. No, no, no. I do have the name, actually. Because I know it's Naman and... Uh, Zigget. What? It's Zigget. Z-I-G-E-T. That is not it. That is it? No, go back. Look, that is not the, it. Who's that? Look. Oh, wait. No, I'm talking about the brother that's supposed to be the yeah, balance between good and evil. that's his name. No, it's um. It's Zagat. We're it's, gonna bet dinner. Nah. Boom! What does it say? Wait. Okay. What is it? It's Zagat. Yes. What? Okay. Keep going. All right. I'm gonna keep what going it? for it's you. Zagat. He's like a brother. Dude, they changed that name later. Oh, so you're saying that later on you don't remember it being that name. Yeah, I don't know. Because obviously, and this is why I'm not doubting you here, you just got to talk a lot of shit, but obviously this is going to be coming up later on down the road with their storytelling, because mm-hmm. this is a big thing of them telling the story of Naman having a friend that then turns bad, and this is where they are supposed to keep balance between good and evil. Yeah, and they were brothers before, but now they're going against each other. But they are basically co- destined to be... The villain and the hero. But they are calling him Zaget. They are saying it's Zaget and Naman are the two characters. Where Clark then notices a third character saying, well, who is that person? That is where Kyla then answers, that is the woman that he is destined to be with forever. Obviously then showing the symbol on the cave matches the symbol on her bracelet. Yep. Clark then notices and she says, oh, how did that get here? You know, it kind of looks like the green meteor rock from Lana's necklace, like the shape and everything. I thought that's what it was at first. Like, oh, is it Lana that's destined to be with him? But of course, the bracelet, obviously, debunked that. Sagith. So they do change it then. Sagith. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure they changed it. And But then again, remember, they have different interpretations. Maybe they translated the name wrong. Well, you also read a wiki article that says, take everything Kyla says with a grain of salt. That's right. <laughs> She's an idiot. Oh my She's apparently an idiot. No, but yeah, that's basically lost in translation type thing. I think the misinterpretation, maybe they clarify it later. Oh, it's actually not Zagat. It's Sagith. So it's Naman and Sagith. The balance between good and evil. But in this episode, it's Zagat. Yeah. Yeah. Your other name doesn't exist right now. I love Sagith. It sounds so much better. No, it doesn't. So it was handed down through the women in the family, the bracelet. I don't even know how old it is. And of course, as they're climbing up there, they Kyla falls. What's well, a loud rumbling from the bulldozers? We saw how high up she was. I'm sorry, this would not hurt her if she fell. Yes, it would. It would be about a five feet drop, bro. Yeah, man, that would probably like bruise like a buttocks. I think that's all it would be doing, right? Because it's not gonna kill her. <laughs> But what is going to kill her is a gigantic rock coming down from the ceiling where Clark then has to run. It's a whole-ass boulder. He catches her. The boulder then comes falling down, hits him in his back. Boulder shatters. And now him and Kyla are looking at each other saying, let's have sex here and now. Yeah. Is that another rock in your pants? (laughs) Actually, yeah. And of course, they get up, and he's like, how'd you do that? Just adrenaline, I guess. God, Clark, you're the worst. She has already seen Clark do some things here. I don't know why she's even asking, how did you do that? You saw him he's fall like, through the ceiling. It's like, so, yeah, no, I saw you yesterday. You didn't have a scratch on you. Now you're crushing boulders on your back. Uh, what, you can shoot fire out your eyes, too? And, of course, here goes Clark again with his poker face. Uh, how did you guess? Uh, and she's like, uh, I was just kidding. Oh my god, you really are, Naman! It's like, I know what it's like to be different, Clark. I'm not gonna freak out about your secret. Clark, it's okay. I want us to just have sex. This could be explaining everything I've been feeling these past few days. What have you been feeling, Kyla? Describe it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is Smallville XXX. After Dark. <laughs> Skinwalkers. <laughs> Yo, that'd be a good name for it. Good spinoff. That's exactly. I thought that's and what And she it was. tells him, look, I've had a lot of unexplained things happen in my life, but you just got to give in and just let it happen. Just let it happen, Clark. And they go in, bro. You don't have they to hide from me. They go in on a solid makeout session in the cave. Oh, yeah. They're... By the way, if I'm Clark, I'm probably not leaving that cave, right? Bro, I'm about to go cave diving. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Splunking. Yeah. yeah. I'm spelunking big time. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Dad, guess what? I learned spelunking today. Hey, I lost my rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't wearing all the protective headgear, so... You may have someone come down here eventually who looks like me, and he's small. What does that mean? <laughs> he had sex and impregnated Kyla. And John is going to be a grandpapa. To a wolf? Dude, spoiler. Why is that a spoiler? My point to you is Kyla is already... See, what we are going back to when it comes to the power of us even questioning of who's able to transform, at this point, I think they can both transform. At this point, I think Grandfather and Kyla both are wolves. I think they are part of a wolf tribe. Jacob. So instead, he changed his name from Jacob to Joseph. 
So what you're saying is that this is a sequel to the Twilight Saga. No, it's a prequel. Remember, this is older. So like this, they're they're they're, they're the ancestors. So they are the ancestors. Yeah, yeah. We originally came from Smallville, Kansas. We are now part of Forks. Well, I don't know what state they're in, but um, yeah, it's yeah. Also, what's Jacob's last name? I can't remember. Edward I, Cullen, Jacob. I hate Jacob, so you can't ask me these things. Dude, apparently Jacob's so hot. No, he's not. Okay, whatever. Edward so anyways, is. we go to the next scene here, and of course Lana's already saying, thank you for the help, Mr. Small. I really appreciate you doing this. He's like, to be honest, I'm glad you called. Because guess what I did? I tested the blood between us, because I wanted to make sure of who you really were before we went on Maury. <laughs> I have news for you. You are the father. Oh! Ah! <laughs> yes, he did get tested. It turns out he is the father. Lana's reaction is, oh my God, so you really are. We're going to be able to be together forever. And he's like, let's slow down a little bit. Let I don't me, think I've earned that place in your life yet. Let me earn that spot before you start jumping to any conclusions. But I would like to if it's not too late. Dude, this girl was already, like, begging you. What do you mean if it's not and too And so late? we just forget about the original Lewis Lang, right? Like, her actual dad, we just forget about him? Who? That guy was a horrible person. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, he was, She's like, so a, easy to give Oh, so easy to give up. Thief, murderer. That guy sucked. He probably, like, Lewis Lang was a thief and murderer? He did something, because why else is Lana, like, wanting to forget him forever? Maybe she got beat by that boy. Beat by who? Beat buy him i know i said that hey <laughs> next scene <laughs> we have a nice shot of a bulldozer and a random redhead with martha walking to the protesters of the cave being destroyed and of course joseph willowbrook is still there and yeah clark and kyle are down in the caves and you know talking to martha martha's like i'm here on official capacity and Mr. Luther wants to actually set up a meeting with you. And you know what Joseph says? I'm usually better spotting the wolf in the sheep's clothing. Oh. Because all of these white men like to do is take advantage of my land. They're not going to be able to improve anything for me and my people. Don't be promising things that you can't fulfill, Miss Kent. Even Martha's like, can't we just peacefully coexist? Blah, blah, blah. And of course, Joseph's like, dude, that doesn't exist. We would be killed if we coexisted and this is where mr smalls aka henry smalls aka lana's father coming up with the court order saying you need cease to and cease right now because you are needing to i guess protest you're saying or joseph needs to appear before the court and explain why he needs the caves protected the luthers need to explain why they need the business to be built yeah, and then Sheriff Ethan comes over here just to drop the news that, oh, Joseph Willowbrook, you're being arrested because we found the foreman's blood on some of your stuff. Wait, what? Like, what? Yeah. Where did that come from, by the way? Where was, like... And, and here's the thing. And he could clearly tell, and Martha knows it too, that it was... It do was we? Luther's. But do we? Do we Come even on. get an acknowledgement, though, of it? Like an actual, like, yes? I mean, I could see Lionel doing that. Me too. But do we get an actual confirmation? I can't remember. I don't think we do, which is why it kind of pissed me off they said it, because they just keep saying, oh, they found a bloody towel. What do you mean they found a bloody towel? Well, I remember he was going to look into it because of Lionel when he was at the mansion. So maybe 
because if Kyla and him lived together, maybe it was something that was hers. But I'm still missing it because with this opening scene, there was nothing that could have been blood, right? Well, he um, scratched and bit him. Now it ended up on a towel? What, are you cleaning your mouth? Dude. I mean, yeah, what if you transform back, you got the blood on you still, so you got to wipe it off. I mean, alright, alright, I guess I'll buy into it. I know, it's like, that's the most logical if we're not going to have Lionel involved and not doing it. I just wish that this was more like Twilight. But (laughs) this is how we were talking about earlier with Clark, just kind of asking everybody for everything and demanding it. So let's go to the next scene where he's about to demand something from Lex. Yeah, hey Lex, help me out. Thanks, bye. He's like, yeah, Lex is like, hey, Clark, everything all right? It's like, well, I need to raise money to bail Joseph Willowbrook out. He's being set up, I think, by Luther Corp, your company. That's a big accusation there you got, Clark. I don't know what you're trying to pull here. Well, you know what? I think that I'm right, Lex. Uh, Clark, you don't want to go head-to-head against my father. This is like a David and Goliath story that you got going here. Mm-hmm. Well, where do you stand? All right, Clark, let's take a chill pill here. And let's, it's a losing battle, bro. I don't think you should do that. Yeah, let's kind of take it relaxed. Hey, didn't David win the battle? Okay, let's... It's not the same thing here. That's yeah. not my comparison I'm trying to make. Does your newfound adrenaline, your found, newfound whatever attitude towards politics have anything to do with a new doe-eyed woman by the name of Kyla? Oh, called out, bro. Well, you know what? No. Listen, Clark, your mother has told me. Lex, have you ever felt like that maybe you were destined to be with somebody? Clark, all I've done is fought against my destiny. I'm the wrong guy to ask that type of question to. (laughs) Now, is he fighting against it, though, or is he just right on the right path? No, no, no. He's fighting against it right now. Mm. He's fighting against it. The dark urges? Exactly. He's trying to be good, and that's why he has Clark there, because that's the angel on his shoulder. I'm a little surprised to see you've moved on so quickly from Lana. Dude, we haven't even thought about Lana for a while, bro. Lex is behind. But Lex even asked what happened to Lana, and this may be the most realist, honest, best answer I have ever heard. It's much different when the person you like likes you back. And Lex, that sucks. And I get you. Yeah. <laughs> he had nothing to say. Yeah, and Clark again asked, can you please help with the bail money? It's like, nope. I can't bail out alleged murderers. All right, but let me do something then. Let me show you the caves. That'll change your mind. Oh, yeah, and that's what gets him done. That's what gets him intrigued. Now we're at the town because, yeah, um, all the some kids, girl drama? All the kids in the town would care about Save the Cave. Yeah, well, hold on. If I can do some, like, extracurricular and I can get out of class, yeah, I'm probably going to go there. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, Chloe's helping out with Lana here at the town about, you know, raising awareness and um, um, he's like, yeah, I've never seen Clark so passionate about a cause before. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not because he's getting that Kyla puss. That's not all he's passionate about. Ooh, what do you think it is, Lana? Chloe then says, yeah, so I've heard about this, Kyla. What, what is it that makes Clark then seem to be so honest and so open with a person like her where we have just kind of been here? Lana... I guess he was just waiting for the right one. Seriously, Lana, why don't you just beat yourself up even more right oh, now? Oh, yeah. Good God. She is just devastated. You know what? Maybe we just oh, yeah. shouldn't Chloe be... Oh, yeah, Chloe dropped some shit here. You well, know, there's sudden interest in Clark. Hold on. No, 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 no. 
she goes, oh, Clark is interested in Kyla. Do you think that has to do with you writing Whitney letters? How would Clark know that? Chloe, why would you think that Lana writing Whitney letters would then make Clark go to Kyla? Unless Clark knew somehow. Unless Chloe told him. <laughs> well, maybe, but she she barely knows herself because she's like, sorry, because Lana was a shock. And Chloe's just like, sorry, I saw it on the counter this morning that you were writing him. It's one of the pitfalls of having a roommate. Okay, nosy. Yeah, um, weren't you just uh, bitching about Clark on last episode, how he was the most private, but yet he couldn't keep his mouth shut? Huh. Hey, Chloe. Chloe can never keep her mouth shut. Exactly. So what the hell is she even talking about? If anything, she's telling everybody, Lana's still writing Whitney. Clark, hear all about it. <laughs> she's writing it in the torch. And so apparently they've been writing each other every week since he's le- left. And it's mainly just been her writing, and he's not writing that much back. Um, is it too evil of me to suggest maybe he doesn't give a shit about you? <laughs> That's basically what she said. <laughs> That's what Chloe says! Damn. It's like, yeah, and Jip Lana's just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was a really mean thing to say to me. When you shared more with me than uh, now as broken up than we were together... It's like, hmm. What is with guys and their emotions and keeping them close to it? And then the moment that you're wanting to get close or drift, then they want to reveal everything. This is just such a confusing. Chloe, maybe we should just stop trying to date guys that are trying to save the world. Who are you trying to date, Chloe? Last I know is Ian. Was Ian trying to save the world? She's had some good prospects, huh? Sean, Ian... The what's up, Adam Brody? Who's Adam Brody? The hands? Yeah, the hands. <laughs> God, that was bad. She has a horrible taste. She, yeah, her taste is white guy, bad guy. That's right. That- <laughs> JTT was probably her best one, dude, so far. I would choose JTT though. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Shout out JTT. Hey JTT, I need some home improvement hope you're listening (laughs) and of course so now we get clark and lex in the cave and he's showing him look this is what he wants to protect and of course lex is like actually fascinated maybe more impressive than the lacrosse well it's interesting because i'm not sure if lex is at first into what clark is showing him or if he's just truly blowing him off being like clark why the hell would you take me down here why the hell would you think i ever care about Mm -hmm. any of this until finally Lex is then looking around and he finds something that he is interested in, aka the octagon shape that John says is everywhere. Yeah. And Lex obviously is interested because he had that key once upon a time. So he's like, hmm. It may be more important than anything we can imagine. So I think I can help. Um, he becomes an obsess where you can tell all Lex is trying to do right now is not shake. He literally, Clark just did not even know he just lit a fire for Lex right now. Lex is, I gotta find that piece now. (sighs) Dude, and we haven't seen it, bro. We have not seen it. We don't know where it's at. Hamilton had it last, correct? Well, no, because it was the, um, remember, because the tornado 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 dropped the, sh- the key out of the ship and so it turned off and so the ship was in the cornfield where they found it but we have yet to find the key the key flew off somewhere uh, 
See, and I thought Hamilton, the Jitter episode, I thought he was able to get it, but he never found it himself, did he? He was just looking for it. Mm-mm. And then Lionel hired him in order to get it, but they still were they never to find it. it. Yeah. But I do know who actually has it. Interesting. But we'll get there. We'll get there, man. It's a good episode. It's a good episode. Slowly but surely. But you know what I like to go to? Let's go to when a murderer is released from jail. Can't believe you got Grandpapa out so quickly. We are now back at the town where they are celebrating, or Kyla is, because her grandfather now is out of prison. She then gives Clark a hug because Lex's sudden interest in the caves mean that he put up the bail money in order to release him. Mm-hmm. All Kyla wants to do right now is rip this farmer boy's clothes off. Again. And so, of course, like, I mean, uh, Clark's trying to make the point, like, not all the Luthers are the same. Lex helped you out. He believes in the cause. So, and of course, he's just trying to help him out. Hey, you know what I need is for mom to ruin the moment. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Willowbrook, I'm sorry you got, you know, accused for murder. And he even tells us, hey, how about you stop getting tangled up in this? It uh, doesn't seem like you're right uh, field here. And, and, of course, Kyla had a weird, dirty look at Martha. Well, Martha is still trying to defend Lionel here. And she is saying, I don't think that Lionel set anything up. So what I do believe then is that there was a bloody rag in your trash can, a.k.a. one of you murdered him. Mm-hmm. So Martha is trying to have it both ways. She's talking out of both sides of her mouth. Which does make her look bad. Hey, hey, she's my rock. Don't. I'm not trying to insult her. I'm just saying she looks bad here because you can't choose both. And Joseph even says, like, I know where your allegiances lie. You're trying to play these two cards, but your actions prove that. And, of course, Kyla's just, like, giving that weird look. Like, uh, yeah, if my grandpa doesn't like you, I hate you. Yeah, um, I can smell the dirtiness from you. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it got to the torch now. And Chloe's calling out Clark. Like, yeah, you're pretty obsessed with that stuff, huh? And well, so this is where they talked about the teeth marks? Yes, because Clark then runs, once again, demanding something from everybody. And I didn't even realize this. This is probably the fifth time? Yeah. Fourth or fifth time he is demanding somebody to do something for him because he then runs into the torch as if they're on, supposed to be on a deadline. Hey, uh, Chloe, do you got the stuff for Joseph? Do you got everything to be able to release? Hey, Chloe, where is it all? Okay, does anything of this newfound passion have to do with a woman named Kyla? Oh, no, 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 no. That's nothing to do with that. I'm just trying to help people. Oh, whatever, dude. I'm trying to get in her pants, Chloe. Well, guess what, Clark? Turns out I did find something. On the foreman's body, there were teeth marks. The canis lupus. Canis lupus. A.K.A. Is this Professor Lupin? Is that why his name was that? <laughs> from harry potter could have been it's because this was because a connection form to of wolf a and he was a werewolf oh my god i think whenever they said it in the episode i go lupin remus lupin that's what i put i put harry potter <laughs> <laughs> harry potter harry potter and so yeah they they talk about the teeth marks there and it's the canis lupus which aka is wolf so of course clark's you know like well it takes joseph off the hook and, I mean, wolves have been extinct in Smallville well, for 90 years. Well, Clark's like, all right, well, I guess just an animal attack, whatever. Chloe's like, no, idiot. Wolves aren't from around in this area. They've been extinct for 90 years. Now, I don't even know. Uh, what's funny is, Clark, why do I feel like you're getting me onto the wall of weird type of line? Yeah. And now Chloe explains, don't kill the messenger, but I found out that Kyla's tribe name translate into Skinwalkers. Skinwalker. And shows her a picture of a basically a Native American with like 
wolf clothing on. And it's a Native American myth where the humans transform into animals. It's just a legend. Clark, sometimes legends are true. Oh. All right, but who the hell do you think you are, Clark, when you just said, it's just a legend? Aren't you the guy that's all of a sudden believing in these legends? Yeah. Only when Kyla tells you, huh? That's right. I only listen to Kyla. She knows best. That's the only time that you're going to want to pay attention to a legend. She knows best, dude. That's not what she knows. She doesn't know anything, in fact. Because, once again, she doesn't even know the proper name of who went up against Naman. Yeah. And I don't like their, like their little interaction there. It's like as if they had just like an argument. It's like just, you know, Joseph. Well, in a way, it is an argument, though. I because guess. it's Clark. One, again, Clark is demanding things to be done. And Chloe's like, listen, I'm just trying to give you the information that you would ask him for. I did not murder him! See that? It's anger. Mm-hmm. It's feelings. That's called anger. <laughs> Bitch. Anyways, we cut Martha coming out of Luther Court building, or office, and there's someone spying on her in the parking lot. It looks like through a wolf size, maybe? This may be the dumbest scene on planet Earth in this episode. Red coat. Martha gets in her car. She begins to hear some ruffling in the bushes. She looks up, and there is just a dog that is on the hood of her car. All she has to do is grab her keys and drive or back up. Either way, nothing is going to get through your windshield. Yeah, that's just barking that at you. Yeah, unless that wolf has literally superhuman strength to break the window. It's a dog barking at her. Bro, that's it's, all it's that a wolf is. barking at her. Oh, yeah, you know what happens, though, whenever you put your key into the uh, ignition is that the dog then disappears and you can't see where it went because it's a dog. No, it's a wolf. Dude, that thing is tiny. I'm not... That's a wolf. It hopped on the hood of the car like it was Wally's size. Wally's a miniature schnauzer. That wolf is not threatening whatsoever. And Martha acts like that she just saw, like, ten dead bodies. It's and pretty she... startling. Are you going to act like that? Are you going to act traumatized? Wolf. A whole wolf just on your windshield. I'd be like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Let me get out of here. Yeah, exactly. That's a normal reaction. What was she doing? <gasps> oh, no. Maybe I should not work for Liner Luther. Full-on panic. Martha, you're better than this. You killed a serial killer. You were going to take your own life in order to kill Harry. That's true. What am I missing? You're the badass. 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 I'm sorry, but badass still. (laughs) It's still on pace, though, of Martha. You are better than this. You're not supposed to be scared. You hit a fucking kid in your car. (laughs) Damn, she did hit a kid. (laughs) Like, what's going on? Ryan got his shit hit Ryan. He Ryan got his shit rocked in that first episode he was in. Yeah, man. She she obviously got the warning from the wolf people, probably Kyla at this point. Um Whoa, 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 whoa. wait, how why do you think in Kyla? Um because <laughs> Kyla's tribal name was Skinwalkers. Alright. So this is where I'm gonna get into my theory here. I'm gonna soften it a little bit as mm, we get into it. So with theory. Kyla being uh, the tribe, her tribe, being the one that are known as the Skinwalkers. Right, 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 right. Does that mean Grandpapa is a part of that tribe? Why did Chloe just say Kyla as if her and Joseph are not related? Hmm. That's a good point. As if they would have been a part of separate tribes. 
So hold on to that for me. So now we're getting into the next episode, or next scene, not next episode, <laughs> where they are now at the Kent Farm. I love this scene from John. I'm going to be on record in saying John acts like a really nice parent in this scene. Clark is walking in, and he's like, oh, hey, you still live here? Who are you, stranger? And it's not a weird, like, where the hell have you yeah, been? Yeah, it's just like, oh, where you been? Y'all seem, y'all seem being, uh, being pretty well, serious. It's like he's going up to him and, like, bunching his arm being like, hey, well, man, where have you been? You, you got a lady mm. And he's like, oh, your new Let lady. Let me smell your fingers, Clark. <laughs> Clark, come on. Make your father proud. Dad. <laughs> You're going to be disappointed. <laughs> it's my thumb. <laughs> That's so gross. What are you talking about, dude? That's what his dad's definitely asking him. But yeah, so... No! Clark- <laughs> That's not... <laughs> and Clark basically was like, yeah, I feel... You know, I can be myself around her, and, you know, it feels like everything fits. Like, he's we're like- destined to be together. And he's like... <laughs> John's like, no, there's something wrong here. There's something wrong, right? Like, there's something wrong. And he asks him, he gives him the little, like, why don't you have a seat, man? Have a seat, son. Look, tell me what's up. Clark then dives into everything about his feelings for Kyla, except one big problem. He has revealed everything to her, but it seems like that she is still holding back from him, not being able to reveal herself. Clark still feels like there's a piece hiding. John is then trying to say, hey, well, maybe you need to be able to figure out that piece, or maybe she may not be the one for you. Yeah. Clark is in wanting to believe Kyla and everything she is saying. Martha then walks down or walks in, very startled, and says, oh, my God, I saw a dog. Oh, it's a wolf, damn it. (laughs) A wolf tried to attack me. No, in Twilight, there were wolves. This okay, is Okay, those were giant wolves. Okay, like dire wolves. Yeah. Extinct. I wanted that. And so Clark is putting two and two together here there because he thinks, like you said, Kyla is not you know, being honest with her about the foreman's death. And so Martha comes in conveniently saying the wolf tried to attack her. So he's like thinking probably, well, damn it. It's one of them. Like it has to be one of them that is transforming into a wolf. I got to do two and two here. Two, two plus two equals four. So that means they're both wolves. Ooh. No matter what, Clark is now going to be playing the race card here, saying that all Native Americans are wolves. Probably. Going Probably. to the next <laughs> scene, we have now at the Luther Mansion, Lex closing his laptop. Yeah. What have is- I done something in the recent past to offend you? What is Lex showing on his laptop? Could it be that he's already researching the octagonal shape because he is still looking for that now That's known true. key? But yeah. Lionel then walks in because now we got a little shot for shot here going on between son and dad. Some nice banter. Well, this is now the questioning of, uh, hey, son, thanks for making me look like an asshole. Where you, you posted just- the bail of the man who allegedly murdered my foreman. Listen, don't tell me you're afraid of an old man, Dad. All right. Lex, this has become a PR nightmare. Mm-hmm. You are now making this even worse. And now you've added a new angle to this. I'm just tired of the damn tree huggers. And they're going to exploit it. Don't worry, Dad. I think I got a plan that's going to be able to help us both. Positive spin. Hmm? Oh, so and you a- reconsidered my proposition, Lex. He goes, no. <laughs> oh. I did not. 
Ugh. I'm offering to take this project off your hands. Because, obviously, I'll match dollar for dollar whatever you sunk into the complex just so I can have the caves. Buy me out. Why would you want to be able to do something like that exactly? The satisfaction of seeing a nice preserved treasure. You son of a bitch. What did you find in the caves? You become an activist, Lex. There's something about that land that is extremely valuable, huh? Lionel immediately knows. Lionel's face, you can't... He's like, oh, wh what is in there? What is it? He is now mad because he doesn't know the secret of the blind, cave. And he's blind and he can't actually go in there and look. <laughs> what? He can't look for himself. But he can feel. <laughs> gonna feel some rock. Have you heard? Have you seen him feel oh. the faces of people? Don't you just love that entrance? Clark's oh. is doing some nice chores in the barn, and Kyla just walks in by him like, "Hey, babe." Yeah, um, Kyla can do that to me in a barn anytime. I would literally drop my chores, maybe my whole life for her. <laughs> yeah, I would drop the pitchfork for sure. Whoa! You want to go rolling around in the hay? <laughs> <laughs> And Clark's like, I needed to talk to you, actually. And she's like, oh, is everything okay? Um, no, I feel like that you've been a liar this entire time. And I feel like you need to tell me anything or tell me everything. And he's like, I've never been more open than anyone ever. And this she's is like, this I'll, I'll, keep so your, weird. I'll keep it a secret for you. But it's like, no, I know you. Will. I trust you. But it's like, what do you know about the skinwalkers, Kyla? And she's like, oh, Lord. Have you been studying up for me? Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm pausing, I'm pausing, I'm pausing. Miss Kyla. Hi. Um, why are you trying to be like Lana and Chloe now? Why are you trying to act dumb after you were just trying to know everything about Clark, comparing him to Noman, wanting to know all of the stories you could find about the man, of his powers, of everything he could do, and then you're asking Clark, why is he looking up your powers? Yeah, that's what she's asking. That's what she is saying, that you are being too nosy towards me. That's right. What is going on? Dude, it's a one-way street on the research. This is a Chloe argument. That's right. I can research you. You don't dare research me. You know I, Captain. I, Captain, now. And the stories say they can turn into animals. Is that true? And Kyla says, You know what? No, they're not. Because they're just stories, okay? Not everything is real. And look, okay. So here we go. We got confirmation here. That the visitor from the stars came down and brought green rocks, green fragments, material, yes. whatever it was. Obviously, kryptonite. And so, and it had weird, unusual effects on our people. And that was apparently Holy the shit, first Joseph. time that the skinwalkers first came to be. Holy shit, Joseph. We can finally put something on the list for kryptonite powers. We can. Oh my god, how long has it been since we've opened this list? Dude, it's been a while. Last time we edited it was April 17th, bro. What? We're almost two months. Two months for us to then finally get some type of acknowledgement of a kryptonite power. And it was uh, it was during uh, heat. The kryptonite passion, because that was uh, so it's, that was the teacher's power. So in all honesty, it's been about seven weeks. Yeah. So eight, seven, eight weeks. No, so, it's been eight weeks because this is episode ten, and now is episode two. Oh my god! That's, kryptonite morphing? 
A skinwalker. So kryptonite animal morphine. Animal morphine. Animorphs. Animorphs. <laughs> skinwalkers. Yep. That turning into a obviously skinwalkers turning into a wolf. That apparently is just a story though. That Kyla says it's and just once a story. Again, that makes like you the look legend of Naman is just a story, boom, Kyla. That makes you look dumb. Why would you ever say that? Because now she's like, oh. Well, now I don't want to talk about it, Clark. Uh, listen, hey, I think that maybe your grandfather could have something to do with this. Do you know if it's possible he's a skinwalker? I don't want to talk about this. What? What? Come on. They found out that the foreman had a bite mark in him from a wolf. And also my mother was attacked. We were cool until mom was attacked. Yeah. And Why did you attack my mom? And then, well, he's, he's thinking it's Joseph. He is. He he's is. thinking it's Joseph. And, of course, she's being so offended right now. It's so stupid. Like You could easily come clean and say, okay, I'm sorry, Clark. I'm the wolf. I, I, I love my grandpa. I've been trying to help him out, and I know he won't do what I would do. But it's like... By the way, why doesn't she reveal? It's... It, if that's, the, desti- if that's the destined yes. dude, why not? Yes, and I said the same thing in the notes. Because I go, if that is the man that you're supposed to be with, you've studied all these damn legends, you have convinced yourself you are the woman of this legend, if he was your destiny, wouldn't you want to be with that destiny no matter what? Instead, you're, we just had a fight. It's over. Yeah. Yeah, no, you accuse me? No, 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 no. I accuse you. What? What what type of destiny is that? Yeah, um, seems very one-sided. And of course, Kylie's just making the argument like, "Look, the paintings are very important." But Clark's like, "Yeah, it's not eating. It's not enough to kill innocent people. Then maybe we were meant to be together after all." That okay? What? So the paintings are worth killing. And she people. walks out saying, "Lionel Luther controls you all." What? So you're out of your mind. So the paintings are worth murdering my mom for. Yeah, that's basically what she said. That is what she said. She goes, if you think that it's not that important, then we shouldn't be together. I damn sure wouldn't think it's that important. Uh, You know what I love, though, is how to scare a blind mice. Ah, yes. We go to the mansion, (laughs) and Lionel's just walking around, about to open a door, but he hears something. He hears... Five wolves. Maybe a wolf? Yeah, maybe. He hears five wolves. Dude, there is howling going on in so many different directions in this house. Oh, also, somehow a door starts being scratched at and pushed at as if there is a person slash dog trying to come in. Where then behind him goes another wolf sound. Uh, Again, how many freaking people are in this scene? Dude, I don't know. That is kind of strange because there was a lot of howling. It's so much howling. It's coming from different directions as if it was a whole tribe as if there are multiple wolves. Skinwalkers, baby. Meteor rock power, dude. But that's why they should have gone into at least showing how they change. And also, with Lionel being this scared, he obviously has to think, oh, something's going to be coming for me. My foreman was bitten because if Chloe knows, then obviously Lionel would have to know after doing that type of investigation, unless he just put it all in Ethan's hands. Yeah, oh... Ethan's hands. Not the not the best hands. Those are not the smartest not and the brightest best hands. hands. And of course, Lionel's just having some weird home crazy paranoia. And of course, look, the wolf is inside. He turns around and the wolf is snarling at him as if he can see. 
Yeah. He and can't the, see the wolf. There's no idea. And there's more wolves. <laughs> Looks like one showed up on the pool table, one was on the balcony. Hold on. How does he know? Why is he looking down? Because he can hear it in front of him, Taylor. Why is he looking down? Oh, my God. This theory is so stupid. He's not The lying. wolf is literally like a foot in front of him. He turned around, and he saw it when he was at the top of the library stairs, because why else would he then turn around and start walking really fast towards the other way? Taylor. <laughs> I don't think you understand he the concept of hearing. Martha's ass, Joseph. <laughs> I don't think you understand the concept of hearing here. It comes in from a direction. You hear it from that direction, so you look that way. Okay, then explain to me how Kyla and Clark have such bad hearing they can't hear Lana five feet away. They're not blind. So you're saying that when you're the blind... The senses are heightened, bro. So what you're saying is that you then develop powers like Daredevil if you're blind. That's right. Chemical spills. Daredevil, based on a true story. Man, you know, Lionel's just really getting attacked by wolves. Do you think he's going to get mauled? Uh, I'm hoping that he just has a paw put on his cheek, <laughs> and then it just slides down, and then it cuts him. Mm. <laughs> this may be the greatest scene ever. <laughs> oh, yes, he gets scratched on his cheek. He's like, ah, oh, no. Where did that come from? Because I supposedly can't see anything. Lionel, get your life alert, dude. Oh, and then of course, look who speeds in, and Clark just comes in there. And what does he say? It's Joseph. Joseph. He yeah. yells, "Joseph! Joseph, stop!" The wolf then starts to whimper. The wolf then has its tongue out. The wolf is then running away because the cops show up with the shotgun, jumps out of the glass. The glass then scrapes the underbelly of the wolf leading it to then bleed. Clark notices the blood and says, oh no, I'm gonna have to go into the forest to find out what happened. Joseph, no! He then sees- Joseph! This is a really sad scene, actually. It's actually very yeah, sad. Yeah, this is actually a really sad and scene. And of course, it's the wolf bleeding out, pretty much. And it's a naked Kyla. It is confirmed Kyla was the wolf and the idiot this whole time. So, Kyla attacked Clark's mom. Yep. So attempted to. Kyla, for some reason, attacked people because of the capes, which obviously she was that passionate about. My only issue is, I think the grandfather controlled her. The grandfather persuaded her. He put things in her head. He convinced her in order to be like, your people are extinct. He knew she had powers. He then manipulated her into using those powers to get what he wanted out of this. He is not related to her. Nope. I, I do not think that they are related whatsoever. That is not her grandpapa. That is not his granddaughter. They were a part of two separate tribes. He did his research, and he found the last remaining one of the tribe. Hmm. Yeah, no. He didn't control her. I, I'm not saying he manipulated. He manipulated, and for him to get his goal, this was not her goal. This was not her life. He put the stories in her head, even convinced her that she was supposed to want to be the one that would marry Namak. But Joseph was never about killing, bro. Yes, he was. Have you seen Joseph? Wait, Dude. hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're saying that Kyla did all that by accident with the foreman and all on her own? No, she definitely attacks these people on purpose, but thinking it's going to make her father, like obviously make her grandfather pr uh, happy because it's getting rid of the stuff that's causing his tr trouble for him because he kept signaling oh if only someone took him out 
If only somebody could change into a wolf. Look, Taylor, you're if really reaching, dude. If only somebody could get them. Yeah, I'm really reaching? No, I'm saying that he's the real villain in the whole episode. Nah, man. So you're saying Kyla's the real villain? She's the villain, bro. Because did you not hear all those lies she was telling? That's a villain, bro. You see that face? You see that smile? <laughs> Lie to me every day. <laughs> And she dies in Clark's, Clark's arms, man. Yes. Dies in Clark's arms, and she's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't be the one for you, Naman. I hope you find her. I, <sighs> don't worry, though, because whenever they're on the next scene here, and they're on the construction site, and this is why I mean that he does not give a shit about his granddaughter, he then shows up with a group of people, and they're like, thank you. Kyla believed in you. Kyla always told us that you were a great person. He's not even crying. He's not shedding a tear. He just seems like that she did her duty, and now we are going to move on. Yeah. As if she was a soldier. And he gives her, or he gives him, sorry, he gives him her bracelet for the true one in your life. Basically, your true love in your life. Because you are going to be able to choose it. Not leave it up to destiny. Not leave it up to fate. This is going to be up to you. Clark, you're probably going to give it to the wrong person. Well, first, we need to even clarify, when Lionel and Martha showed up to the construction site, it was obviously bamboozled onto Lionel that Martha went ahead and helped out with Lex securing the buyout, and the caves are saved. So that's why Joseph is uh, saying, thank you, Clark, for killing my granddaughter and saving the caves. <laughs> yeah, but Lex even comes up, and he's like, yeah, next time you should have listened to me, Dad, because it looks like we just put this site underneath the protection of the museum, I guess. Whatever. It's protecting still the past of the pentagraphs, the hieroglyphics, whatever. Cave In the paintings. End, finger paintings? Cave paintings. <laughs> I think it's <said> finger paintings. <laughs> In the end, though, Lex goes, you should have taken my offer because now you're only going to get 30 cents on the dollar. Mm -hmm. Take that, sucker. And, of course, Lionel just, you know what, man? You found something in there, Lex, and I'll find it. Lex then goes back into the cave by himself because he just cannot wait. He is aching for the cave action. And he just goes back staring at that piece, even wanting to wipe it down to make sure it's clean. So whenever he finds that octagon key, he's going to be able to put it right in its place and it's going to be perfect. Yeah. He's just really looking ahead. Can't wait to find that key and insert it right in that hole. Octagonal key. Octagonal key. I, and, of course, it's panning out to the, of course, the, back to the good and evil balance of Naman and Zigget. And, of course, Zaget. it's leading to Lex, obviously, being that person, the evil one. The good one? And Clark's yeah. the evil one. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Brightburn. <laughs> and after that, we go to the barn. And Lana's over here just saying, hey, I just wanted to come over and tell you I'm really sorry about Kylo. Oh, and Clark's God, already like, I'm sorry scene. you didn't get a chance to know her better. I'm sorry you barely knew her, oh. buddy. Oh, my God. This scene is so terrible because now, you know what I want to do? I'm going to focus on a character that we have not focused on in a long time here. You thought this podcast was all going to be rainbows and sunshine? You were completely wrong. Because although Clark is now looking outside, looking at the stars, he is now realizing Lon is also upset. What can Lana be upset about? That um, Kyla took the attention. Yeah, you know what? That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> I was hoping for Clark to be able to take Lana in his arms and tell her, you are the only one. Here's a bracelet. But instead, 
Lana says, you know what? I'm not okay. I guess it just hasn't sunken in yet. But guess what, Clark? Winnie hasn't Winnie. responded. Winnie, he, Winnie's mom just called. He's missing in action. What if he just ran away? You know what? She's crying harder now than she did when he left. When he left, yes. And it's like, bro. God. And Clark's just like, Whitney? Maybe it's because... Whitney's, he's like, who's Whitney? Maybe it's because her last letter to Whitney said, I'm now dating a guy named Ian. You should find your own person. <laughs> There's two of him. <laughs> oh and trust me, we're having a great time. More yeah. than we ever did. He showed me this math trick. Let's just say it was only 15 minutes of studying, 45 minutes of darkness. E equals MC vagina. <laughs> MCV? MCV, dude. Man, so that, of course, we end on Clark and Lana embracing each other because Lana's sobbing like crazy. How about Whitney? Whitney's missing in action. Very cool. Very cool. But, um, very cool, very cool. Great stuff here. Yeah, great stuff, great stuff. Way to bring back that character. But um, that's it on that one. Kyla's dead. She rocked for a second, but also started becoming an idiot, so she deserved it. And then uh, Lytle's also an idiot, but he's just very selfish, always wants to butt in his son's life in any way possible. And Lana, of course, brings back someone who we forgot about. Which means next episode, folks, we're going to be bringing back some Whitney-ness. <sighs> Yes, if that you didn't get the hint there, that means Whitney is somehow coming back next week because he's missing in action. Oh, I hope everybody is ready. Because he's going to turn up. But if you turn up, you was never missing. And if you're missing, you never turn up. There's going to be a lot of anger next episode, I feel. Yeah, Whitney brings it out in me. I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of hatred. I thought Pete brought it out of you. No, no. He's been okay this season. Oh, so you like Pete. I said he's been okay. <laughs> I right, say so I like him. So he's your favorite. I said he's been okay. You know what? You no, know, he's your favorite. No, no, you know. Every time we watch the opening, you're like Sam Jones the third. <laughs> what? I say I wish I could meet Sam Jones the second. <laughs> that this dad? You don't want to meet his dad. <laughs> My real question though is, who do you like more, Chloe or Pete? Chloe. This season, oh, they, <laughs> this is if, the, if you're gonna say that with a straight face, no. all right, your bias is really showing. All right, I'm done with you, Pete. No, no, definitely in the episode. Like, no, there's no, no. no taking that. You I didn't know Chloe. if you meant in general. No, you're taking Chloe. No take backs. <laughs> Pete is definitely more likable this season. Chloe, she needs to redeem herself in big ways. But you know what? I think she will redeem herself whenever she becomes dirty. Oh, but yeah, next week. We have Visage, episode 11, guest star, oh, uh, damn, I forgot his name. Whitney. Eric. <laughs> Eric. Isn't it Eric something? I don't know. It's Whitney the douchebag. Hey, man. What? He's, he's already fighting, fighting for our he's country. He's already bringing that out of me, man. He's fighting for our country, dude. He's making those party boys proud. He's already missing in action, meaning he's been gone. <laughs> he for, was never there. Hold on. Joseph. So this is about, let's be, let's be fair here. Midway through the school year. He left in May. So he has been gone for a total of seven months. Seven months. He never showed up. <laughs> he he never wasn't showed even up. in basic training. They went on like a weird basic training mission. And, like, and he, he disappeared yeah, during yeah. that. Yeah, he's missing in action. It was just training. Seven He's months. missing in training. Seven months. He did a good job. He tried to hold his own. He's terrible. 
So yes, next week, catch us for that on episode 11. Somebody Save Me podcast is out of here. Please leave all the comments. Um, please leave some reviews. Talk shit on t- uh, Twitter to Taylor. And yeah, that's it. Anything for the people? Leave a five-star review. Talk shit to me and tell me how magnificent Kyla is. Oh. Show me those wolf photos. Wolf, wolf. <laughs>